Welcome to the 10-Minute Yogi. Today we're talking about questioning the status quo. You should always be working to refine your life down to the essentials, to the things that matter most. It's so easy for all of us to get caught up in the world in which we live, in the status quo, in the things that we do. And so much of the time, the reason that we do what we do is because that's what we've been doing. We get ourselves in little boxes. I remember the town I grew up in was up in the mountains. And one year, my father's company had had a very good year, and he decided all of the employees would be taken to a town not too far away, maybe 100 miles to go to an amusement park to see things that they had uh, that he just thought would be wonderful to take all the employees and their families to. So he rented school buses. This is back in the 70s, I guess. And had everybody come on a Saturday morning and put everybody on the buses and everyone went uh, to the town 100 miles or so away to be entertained for the day. And it was amazing how many of those folks had never been out of the little area in which they lived. They had never been even a hundred miles away to the big city. They had so confined themselves, and they owned cars. It wasn't like they couldn't travel. It wasn't like, it wasn't like they couldn't get up any Saturday morning and drive hours away, but they never did. They created their own little box, their own little prison in which they lived. Now, of course, it's good to have boundaries. It's good to have borders. It's good to do the right things for the right reasons. You don't have to go take heroin just to have that experience. But to have so confined yourself into such a small area for your entire life, think of all that you missed. Well, we find ourselves doing that over and over again. And again, we come back to questioning the status quo. How is it that you're living and how can you refine the essence of your life into the things that really count? I'm always reminded of that line from Fight Club where Ed Norton's character says, I believe it's Ed Norton's character that says it, the things you own own you. Now, he, he wasn't the first to say that, to come up with that. That's all over the place. You can find it in most any wisdom writing. But it is so true. The things that you own, own you. So let's delve into that a little bit. If you think about the things that you own, okay, that means the things that you give your time to, the things you give your focus to, the things you deem important. Where do you spend your time? Is your time all spent with work? And I know what it is like to say, I have to work, I have to have the money first so I can take care of my family and give them what they need and want. Well, then it begs the question, what is it your family really needs and what is it they really want or should want? And how many deep discussions have you had with your spouse, your significant other, or just your children about what they really want? Now, again, they're children. They don't necessarily know what they really want or what they really need. 
but hopefully you do or you're at least exploring what it is you really need. Food, clothing, and shelter, absolutely. Beyond that, really deciding how you're going to focus your time. And you think about the things you own on you, where you devote your time, where you devote your energy, and then th- the things that you buy, that you invest all that money that you work so hard for. What do you invest that money in? We need to make sure that the things that we do own, that indeed do own us, are quality things. Because we can only serve one master. We'll love one and despise the other. What is it we want to serve? Well, I would urge you that you want to serve the master of wisdom. You want to seek wisdom. You want to seek the truth. You always want to live in the light, not the darkness. The darkness, you can't see in the darkness. The darkness deceives you. In the light, everything is seen. And what does sunlight do? It's the best disinfectant. It shows you the creepy crawlies in the corner, the spider webs in the attic. It shows you the dust in the air. It shows you all the things that are there, some true, some untrue. All the boogeymen go away when the light comes into the room in the morning. All those dreams at night, the the bad dreams, the fears, so many of them burn off in the light of day. So we have to continue to focus on where we place our riches because where we we involve ourselves. And again, if it's delusion, if it's sitting there watching endless television shows, nothing wrong with being entertained. But if your entire life is about entertainment, and that's what's so scary in this new world, watch your children or your friends when they are plugged into, and it's hard to see yourself unless you do everything in front of a mirror, but watch people as they're plugged into the internet of things, or if they're on their iPhone or their Android. They're on their mobile computing device. They're walking down the street. They're zoomed into Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is. Their mind is clicked off. And the minutes roll by and you get sucked into this virtual world that many times means virtually nothing. And you find yourself reading articles, skipping through photographs, doing any number of things. And of course, that's before people get into pornography and all the other negative abusive things that we do to ourselves. So again, where your mind is, where your thoughts are, where your energies are, that's where you are. That is where you live. Question that. Is this who I want to be? Is this the best I can be? How can I change the paradigm in which I exist? And what I, it, it, the things I believe, are they even true? It's so important to look into those things and question them. I have been exploring lately. I I love reading the Stoics. I love even reading the philosophers after them, uh, folks like Boethius and the Consolation of Philosophy, which we will get into in coming episodes. But Seneca, the great Stoic, said, to have what is necessary is what we need. And second, to have enough. To have what's necessary is first. To have enough is second. Think about what's necessary and what you have to do to have just enough of that. And then everything else on top of that 
truly question. Question then what is enough? Epictetus, the former slave who became one of the most famous of the Stoics, said, Wealth consists not in having great possessions, but in having few wants. Think about that one. How big a house do you need? How many cars do you need? How nice a car do you need? How many clothes can you wear? You can only wear one set of clothes at a time. How many do you actually have to have? What could you do with that money and with those resources otherwise? Who could you help? How could you improve the world? Again, we need to question the status quo. We need to question everything in our lives. And before we go any further, let me tell you how best I think to do this. It's something I've committed myself to for for several years now, and that is to write every day. Stream of consciousness writing. Just sit down and set aside uh, uh, 10 minutes. This is the 10-minute yogi. 10 minutes. Set a timer. We can find 10 minutes anywhere. You can find 10 minutes to study Spanish. You can find 10 minutes to study wisdom. You can find 10 minutes to listen to a podcast. You can find 10 minutes to write and write about these things. It is amazing what dredges up out of your subconscious when you start writing. Even though you don't know what it is you're going to put down on that page, we, we have been trained from early in our youths that if we were going to write something, we had to write it down perfect. Don't even worry about punctuation. Don't worry about spelling. Just ask yourself the question, what is important to me in my life? Question mark. And then start writing whatever flows out of the tip of your pen or pencil. So important to put those thoughts down, and then you can refer back to them. Give yourself 10 minutes a day. I would love to hear from you about how that has worked out for you. And again, 10minuteyogi at gmail.com. I'm always happy to receive your emails. This is another wonderful quote from the Stoics. The essence of philosophy is that a man or woman should so live that his or her happiness should depend on as little on external things as possible. A man should live so that his happiness depends on as little of external things as possible. Think about that. The later Roman senator, and he was actually put to death by Theodoric the Great, one of my most favorite philosophers, Boethius, he focused on and on about external things affecting your happiness. Remember, you cannot control external things. You can only control who you are and what you do. You can't control what somebody else does. You can't control what your spouse does, what your children do. You know, you can, you can try, but you can't control what the sun's going to do today. You can't control the weather You can't control the roads. I mean, there's so many things. It's only who we are and what we do that we can control. So make sure that your happiness is related to that. Be satisfied in yourself. Make yourself who you want to be. You can do that. It's about the only thing you really can do. Think about what is. 
what's real, what's true. The nature of the wise is to resist pleasure, but the foolish to be a slave to it. Now, when we explore that further, we're not saying that you can't have pleasure. That's not what the Stoics saying here. But you enjoy pleasures in moderation, and you make sure that you don't become a slave to those things. You don't become a slave to Facebook, to Twitter, to television, to sports, to sex, to whatever it is. You're not a slave to that. Those are pleasures that you can engage in. You can let off steam. You can enjoy your spouse. You can do any number of wonderful things. But that's not what your life is. That's not what you are. That's not what defines you. Here's another one. A man is never free who is not first the master of himself. That is so true. As you look into the status quo, how you live, why you live, what you do. I love this quote. Remember that you are a big soul carrying around a little corpse. A big soul carrying around a little corpse. Because in the end, that corpse is going to go away and it's just going to be you. Just you. In fact, that's what there is right now. You're a soul wrapped in a lot of physicality. But you know you have a real essence deep inside you. An eternal essence. Focus on that as much as you can. Spend a few minutes a day doing so. Here's another one, and I'm sure we all have friends we can relate this to, hopefully not ourselves. It is impossible to learn if you believe you already know. So many folks already know. They know they're a loser. They know they're an addict. They know they can't do anything. They know their life sucks. They know they'll never be wealthy. They know, they know, they know. And you know what? They are right. If that's what they believe, that is exactly what will come to pass. But the beautiful thing is God has given us so much of his essence that we can create what we desire in this life. We just believe it. If we just believe it and act on it. So, question your status quo. Set yourself up a journal. Start writing about what you believe and why and what you want out of life, and how you're going to get there. Continue your wisdom studies. Continue to seek the truth. Knock, and the door will be opened. Ask, and you will receive. God bless you. Hope that you have a great day. We love to hear from you again. Write us at 10MinuteYogi. That's 10MinuteYogi, Y-O-G-I, 10MinuteYogi at gmail.com. Take care.